What's poppin', what's poppin', what's poppin'? Welcome to Nikki and Moose. I'm Nikki. That's Moose. What's up, Moose? What up, y'all? And today we are talking about kind of, I don't know how to explain this. So some people like them, some people love them, some people can't stand them, whatever it is. Uh, they have been making noise for multiple, multiple of years. And so we're not just going to talk about one. We're pretty much going to be talking about the whole family. Yes, we are talking about the Kardashians. Hey. Moose, how are we feeling about the Kardashians? Uh, interesting. Interesting. Uh, interesting hookup. You know, I'm, I'm, I'm trying not to be one-sided with it and, and not be a bandwagon fan either. You know, like, again, I can respect and appreciate greatness, but I think for the sake of the episode, it's good to take a very just uh, a neutral side of it and detach or pull, a, pull the lesson, share with the people and, and keep it rolling. So let's get right into this intro. Two kids from Queens, cut from a different cloth. Now, joining forces, helping you to elevate your personal brand. Yeah, I'm talking about Nikki and Moose, bringing you a never-before-seen perspective into the mindset, the mentality, the behaviors, the driving force, but more importantly, the stories behind the people and brands that you know and love the most. So it would be crazy not to bring up this topic of um, we have a new president. Hey, yeah. Uh, shout out to I'm, I'm going to say shout out like I know my man. Shout out to Biden. <laughs> you know what I mean? Hey, Biden, <laughs> appreciate you, bro. Thanks, man. Shout out to Biden. Cam, you know hey, I mean? Cam. Thanks, Cam. Cam. Yo. Yeah. We'll see time. you at lunch tomorrow. Brunch so, vibes. You know so, it. <laughs> <laughs> hilarious i've been doing it. that i don't know why i've been doing that but um the only thing i'm gonna say about it is that yo this took forever like mm -hmm. i don't i don't really pay attention to elections i will admit that i really don't pay attention to elections um because when i wake up i know the results right and so this one i was actually on cnn like to right. two, like, yo, what's happening? What and it's bad that I don't really understand the difference between like the votes and electoral thing. Like, I just don't understand it. But uh regardless of how you feel, we have a new president. I have a new president, so it's a weird, it's weird, it's weird. That's all I wanna say. It, like, it's weird, it's it, like it's weird. Yeah, it just I felt, I mean, it just felt different. I, I you know, I personally can't vote. It's not that I don't want to vote. I can't vote. Mm -hmm. I, I've just accepted it. That's been the reality. It is what it is. But I think it just, it was different. The, the entire he year He doesn't have a felon, different. people. He does not have a felon. I just want to oh, put yeah, that yeah, out yeah. there. Because no, people are going to be like trying to figure <laughs> it out. And I don't want to put the like, business wait. out there. But I don't want to make, he is not a felon, okay, of any sort. I don't, I don't even think my man's ever even <laughs> uh, talked to a police officer in a negative way. So um, I just want to put that out oh there. Man. <laughs> it's crazy. That, that's how much, you know, I'm, I'm removed from the process that I didn't even know that that's one of the reasons why somebody couldn't vote. Like if you had a, I didn't know that. Thanks. Mm -hmm. uh, thanks. Thanks for uh, clarifying that. But uh, yeah, I just think it's just, it's just different to your point though, with the, with the, you know, typically, you know, at midnight around 1am, okay, new president, or if, if he gets reelected, we get to know what's up. Uh, but yeah, this one felt different with the pandemic and you don't know, like you, you, we did, we just didn't know. Like it was like, okay, Wednesday, uh, Thursday, Friday. And then I woke up today. I'm like, they're not going to announce it in the morning. Let's just wait till the nighttime. And then of course, around noon. Uh, it's like, wow, here it goes. But I will say uh, the Internet is undefeated. These these memes and everything that is out there. I even had to jump in uh, with uh, one of the rappers dancing. I was like, this is what TikTok is doing once they found out that Biden won. Like, of course, I'm staying within brand and everything. But the rest of the Internet isn't. And yeah. it's hilarious. It's just Regardless of how you feel about it, it, it's still funny to look at. 
I'm I'm just always gonna look at the, the humor t- of things. The TI joint had me rolling. Oh that, my that, goodness, that was hilarious. Oh my goodness, <laughs> that look, was hilarious. I'm gonna try to. I gotta remember. I'm gonna try to put it in the uh, yeah. in the scene right now, just in case you didn't see that one. That was hilarious. That was the best. I don't think I could hear that song the same way. Uh, for those Forever. who know, you know. Forever. Like I said, I'm yeah. gonna I'm gonna try to put it up here. Oh man, you should tell me. I would have had it on the ready. I would have had it on yeah. the ready. That joke uh, is hilarious. <laughs> that is hilarious. But let's get into the review of the week. This one, what? Oh, okay. Hold on. Hold on. Let me put it over here with Moose. So this one comes from Ola J One. Probably butchered mm. that like I butcher everything else, but that's fine, yeah, right? Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, but this one says, uh, Nikki and Moose. Nikki in. Okay, well, you spelled that wrong. But we're going to say Nikki and Moose energy and knowledge are directly real and on point and straight to it and can't forget hilarious. <laughs> Shout out to you Thanks. for the review, right? Shout out to you <laughs> and everybody who leaves the review. We read them all. I promise you, you can find it on NikkiandMoose.com where you can read all the reviews as well as leave a review yourself. So do that for us, please, please, please. And we thank you. Moose, what is, here's one random question, random question, right? Um, what is one thing that you're ready to like come back to normal now that we're done hearing about the election for almost nine years? I feel like, it's been mm. forever. What is one thing that you're looking forward to that is going to be back to normal? Not necessarily because Yo, of the person, just because we're not talking about the election anymore. Oh, sure. I would say, man, this is such a tough time be, be, because of, uh, you know, people re- reporting that the cases are spiking again. So I, I, I would like to say business travel, mm. but at the same time with some of these spikes, it's like, I don't know how real that is. So, yeah, yeah. But I am going to at least predict that the way the approach has been with Biden and, and, and Cam, uh, we'll see you guys at brunch tomorrow. No, uh, yeah, no yeah, yeah, yeah. We yeah. got you. We got you. <laughs> One day, one Biden day you'll be on the on the podcast. You know, you break down this whole election thing. You know what I mean? Right, right. <laughs> I, I would say that there's probably there's definitely more of a kind of like a a unity approach that they're taking to like let's make sure we bring the people together. That regardless of who you voted for, what side of the fence you stand on, let's make sure we come together as one. So I think, uh, prayfully at least, that I, I would hope that there is less you know kind of hatred or just racism in general. That that uh, that that kind of cuts back, and we can get back to okay, yeah, we're not seeing no craziness on a day to day basis where right. it felt like hate was becoming the norm. Mm. So yeah, I'm I'm gonna go with that and just kind of speak it into existence that prayfully we can see, you know, people united and just rocking peacefully moving forward. Yeah, so politically correct. I like pre- pre- presidential. Yeah. What about you? What about you? Tell us about uh about you. What what you looking into? Um, I, I really, this is going to be sad to say, I'm looking forward to hearing about coronavirus again, because can we stop acting like uh, this isn't happening? This is still a real right. situation. Um, and can we try to figure out how to like slow it down? It just keeps increasing. I just want to know about that. I know people are sick of it and want to get over their life, but can we just kind of kill the situation make it better, and then I can go back to traveling. That's all, you know, that's all I care about. I just want to, I want to, I was going to take the team out to travel again, and then I saw those numbers, and I've just been very quiet to them. I've just been Yo, yeah, yeah, no, them them things is no joke. Like, today, even just watching everyone celebrating, I'm like, yo. Oh, yeah, you you got a whole whole couple thousand new uh, COVID situation yeah. i'm not it's like I'm not, come on now play. i'm not fooling with them i'm not same mm-hmm. reasons why i looked at the protesting crazy just for that standpoint of we just literally the week before we were at a whole covid lockdown and now everybody out here it's just crazy like we're never gonna get better every other country shuts it all the way down we're out here like 
What's up? What's poppin'? I can't do it. I don't understand it. Anyways, all right, let's get into these Kardashians, right? Um, okay, so I'm going to admit I am not, let's say, the biggest fan of the Kardashians, okay? All right? Not. However, Damn. however, um, some of these people that we go over I can't say I've been 100% of a fan even before we started the podcast. Shout out to everybody who's, who's been watching on the Facebook Live uh, situation. But there is always something that we can learn from these people. And that's always the point of this podcast where it's really just pointing out, look, they're successful Regardless how you feel about the person, they are successful and we can learn something from a business standpoint and a branding standpoint that we can grab something from each of these people and figure out how to run our business and brands. Right. So uh, we can't sit here and lie that they ain't making money. We can't sit here and lie saying that they haven't been making waves when it comes to any social media platform. For them, it started with Twitter, and now it's on Instagram uh, based off what they are uh, categorized as, right? So it was only right to go over it, and it was only right. Like, and, the, and me and Moose talked about it, and we were like, yo, do we go over one? Do we go over all? Do we? And I was fam. Right. And I think it was fair to say that we're just going to go over, because each of them, more some than the others, right, have done something with their brand and their business that it's it's created this Kardashian empire. And so, Moose, I would say real quick before we get into this first uh, clip, is like, what are your thoughts on the Kardashians? Yeah, yeah. I mean, again, I think this is this is one of those episodes where... For us, and and I like that you started this way because honestly, this is the approach we take into every episode. We're not particularly invested or super interested in the individual's life per se, where we're trying to, you know, almost do like a biography on their life. I mean, of course, we want to show respect where it needs to be paid and given. But for us, it's about, man, what are some of the things that we can strip away in terms of the DNA or the blueprint that we can take away and and just see that we can apply at different levels of the game or share with the people to do the same. But also I think one of the more fascinating things for me is it's been to, it's seeing the similarities. There's so many things that are repeated in multiple industries with multiple people that just like, man, they did the same exact thing. They're all pursuing the same thing. So it kind of shows that you don't have to be a unicorn or absolutely unique. There are some fundamental things fundamental things that we all need to master. So I really enjoy that part of it always. But overall, with the Kardashians, it's that same concept. It's like, man, you know, of course, we're all going to have an opinion about what they did to get where they are or how they, you know, and again, if you if you walk into it with the mentality of, man, what can I learn from this episode? And of course, we're going to challenge you all to, or at least we're, we're taking the ownership and responsibility of giving you a perspective that will challenge you in terms of how you see them, but ultimately just so that you can walk away with a lesson or a gem. Like, okay, yep, let me try that into my space and make it work. So, yeah, I would I would say that another very uh, kind of political answer, but yeah. <laughs> Politically correct. I'm with it. Let's go into this first one. Uh, the I think the most uh, asked question, I think, a lot of people have is like, yo, what what is their talent? Like, right. I'm confused. So, uh, this is this is this should cover it, regardless if you agree. Their talent is they have impeccable style. They get what their fan base wants out of their designs and their lines. You know, people say, oh, they have no talent, or they they don't. Uh, yeah, they're clothing designers. They're, you know, they, they have a whole home line. They have businesses and shoes and fragrance, and that's called being, a, you know, a fashion designer. They have a lifestyle line of everything they sell that does really, really well. So, 
Let me start this one off. Um, the fact that she said that, like, the fact you have to explain that, I'm like, yo, you know what? You are right. You semi right. I can't knock you um, because you literally took a passion or what they love to do, makeup, fashion, all that great stuff, and you turned it into a brand. Absolutely, right? That's what a majority of influencers do at this moment anyways, right? Now, the downfall is that no one knows that because there's been so much that is put out in Front Street that it questions what exactly are you good for? Right. Um, and I, I'm not going to avoid this. I'm not. I'm not most. I'm not going to avoid it. Um, majority of people know Kim for a tape. It is what it is. Right. It, mm. So now how they flipped it. I think is genius. Right. How they have bounced back and they've, uh, you know, have so much other things to talk about besides that tape. Um, we have to we have to acknowledge that that's a that's a branding that's a PR situation that's just trumping it with years and years worth of content, right? But at the same time, is it is it needed to put so much out there that your craft and what you are expert at has to be questioned like that's my only problem with the kardashians not saying they're not talented not saying that uh they aren't business minded and everything like that but at the same time like are they to the point where what they put out so much the controversy the relationships the back and forths you know that takes more precedence than who they really are. And is that, could we, can we say that about majority of reality TV shows and, uh, and personalities? Can we, cause when I think of, uh, whatchamacallit, uh, Jersey Shore. Yes. Hold on. Mm. Yes. People. I was a Jersey Shore fan. Yes. Yes, Me I was. Too. I used to watch Me it too. all the time. Yeah. I promise you. However, comma. Um, I always ask like, yo, if you are a reality TV show, like what else can you do? Like, what else do we know you for? Right. And the only one out of that crew was, uh, Pauly. He was a DJ. That was the only thing I knew about. It, right. Everybody else. I don't know what they do. Uh, when you look at any other reality TV show. Uh, what do they do? If you're, if you've been doing it for so many seasons, we know you for that particular thing. It's almost like actors, right? If you're in the same role over and over again, like we only associate you with that. We don't necessarily associate you with anything else. You could be an amazing actor. You can yeah. do comedies, all that great stuff, but we only want to see you in that light. So I think of the guy from, uh, from those, ec those Ekkies. <laughs> you know what I'm talking about? <laughs> Sorry, super, super sidebar. But you know the Dos Equis guy, the, the older guy? Yes. Yes. <laughs> I think I think that commercial literally messed up his career, though. They said he couldn't get casted for anything else. That's but see, but that's the thing. Like, now granted, with with them, clearly they've taken matters in their own hands and they said, you know what? People look at us for fashion and beauty. We are attractive females with a brother. Um, shout out to Rob. Not like he knows me. But, uh, <laughs> but see you brunch tomorrow with Joe and Cam. Right, 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 right. <laughs> but a bunch of attractive females, of course, females are going to look up to them being like, yo, how did you get your hair like this? What are you wearing? What is your makeup? Where'd you get this? Where'd you get that? And, you know, the mom, of course, is like, yo, we can make this into a business. We can make people want us to post stuff. Cool. We make that into a business. Yo, 
They want to know us what we're wearing. Let's create our own stuff or let's partner with somebody. Boom. Let's do that. Right. Um, and we'll get that into to the next scene uh, in a bit. But really seeing what the people wanted based off, you know, the show and everything. I think that was a very smart move. Right. But I it it bothers me, at least for me. I wouldn't want anybody to question what I do because of how transparent I am, right? And I always say within a branding standpoint, you have to decide, yo, are you that reality TV show kind of vibe or do you have boundaries, right? When we're, when we're creating our social media platforms and when we're deciding to create these brands and businesses, do we have boundaries or do we not? The Kardashians had no boundaries or very curated boundaries, right? And so some people go that route and have the same problem of, yo, what, it, what do you do? Like, okay, I know you do this, you're this, pers- you're this kind of personality, but what do you do? I don't want that. Like, I don't want that in my life. Like, and that's yeah. just me. I don't knock it because look, t- together they they make, together they're billions of dollars worth of money. Okay, cool, mm-hmm. right? Kylie made a billion, that's up for question, right? But supposedly the youngest one makes the most money. So they got something right by being so transparent. But then I think, you know what I think about when I think about transparency and like always working in a family and everything like that? Not necessarily transparency, but like always working. I think of Michael Jackson. I think of the Jackson family. I think of how that was documented, like in the movie and everything and how they were just not really happy. Like, how do you be happy with everything being put out in Front Street? Like, do you have a time to be sad when your relationships are trash? Do you have a time to mourn when things like when somebody dies? Shoot, even if a pet died, do you have time to mourn? Like, do you have like, and not just in between seasons? Like, do you really like do we have to show everything? This is weird to me. Like, I don't get it. But just because I don't get it doesn't necessarily make it wrong. So let me make that clear. Because I'm not saying they're right or wrong. I'm saying I wouldn't personally do it. But what they're doing is a model for other reality shows and reality show personalities that they should look at that and be like, this is exactly it. Because what they started, what, in like 2007 or something? 2007, 17 seasons in the game. <sighs> Damn, homie. And you was I love it. You know, I, I'm going to take a different approach here, man, and just kind of talk about uh, more so highlighting the 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 connection that they have with their people, though, or mm-hmm. their audience, right? The the people that they rock with, because uh, while you're right, it is a full time job, and they talk about their days, and of course, again, you can take it from a neutral perspective in terms of how long or how much work they actually do. But apparently they they work relatively long days between shooting and actually preparing themselves for what they have to do throughout their different businesses and brands. But I think the, the one thing that they've mastered is the ability to build connection and trust with your audience. Mm-hmm. Because again, you go back to business 101, even in building relationships, there's this concept that we always talk about for selling, right? To earn revenue and, and really bring income and drive uh, sales to a business. We talk about people need to know, like, and trust you. Know, like, and trust you, right? So when you think about what they've done, famous for being famous, and I think that's kind of what they talk about or, or what the label that they're given, famous for being famous, but guess what? People know them. Mm-hmm. And because of how transparent and open they choose to be in terms of showcasing their life and showing every little part of it, then people begin to like them because, of course, it is with the perfect lighting and with the best makeup and with the best designer clothing and maybe the best cars and some of your favorite stars and superstars and rappers and musicians and whomever. So you begin, you, yeah, you can't help that likeness factor 
But then ultimately, I think they've done something. At, and I'm not someone who's watched the show particularly uh, all that much, if probably at all outside of some highlights. Uh, they have found a way to make people connect with them and trust them enough that when they put a product on one of their pages or their sites, people are going to sell or people are going to buy. Mm-hmm. And when we talk about people are going to buy, this is not just uh, a couple of dollars, right? Like for, we know how much they make for the post. But just to kind of give you an example of what they do, right? Like Kim and Kylie collaborated on a, a product launch and it was for uh, their lipstick. They sold 300,000 units in 24 hours and generated $14 million. Just sell. Take a. Yeah. No, like, and trust, right? Again, you can get caught up in the, oh, I don't like, but are you building something or are you strategic and going out there and making sure that when I'm working with my audience, I'm strategic in this no, like, and trust factor. Again, super business one-on-one, but that no, like, and trust, trust factor generated 300,000 units and 14 million in revenue, right? So it's that kind of principle that you can look at them and begin to say, all right, yep, these are some things I can strip and apply to my life. Now to go a little bit into what you're saying about, man, like, I don't know if I want to live that life. And to be honest with you, and I'm sure there's somebody out there who deep down probably wants that, right? Like maybe at least tried it secretly. Like, yo, what if I could be uh, famous for showing myself walking the streets and doing what I do, right? Mm -hmm. I think you said something like, man, when do you mourn? Like, when do you go through that emotional hurt or healing or any of those things? And I think for them, it's become one. Like both the good and the bad has become one because you have to act it. Like I I think there have been scenes where they're fighting and they're arguing and there's misunderstanding. So for them, both of them have come one. But I think if you're not, when we see that, we start to see like, okay, there is a price to everything. And maybe my sanity or my like deepest, not insecurities, but my deepest secrets and just my personal issues and maybe family business, I don't want that in the street like that, where I think they've made peace with, yo, everything. Mm-hmm. It's out to the public. Like there is no behind the scenes really, at least not, not from what I see. So yeah, I think those are some things to look at, but definitely the big takeaway here is that no like and trust factor, which they've certainly mastered. I mean, like I said, there is someone, what I do like about reality shows and personalities if it's not fake right um and not not saying that they are fake i'm just saying if they're not right but there is a fact that as we see them grow there's certain things that as we grow we're going to deal with and they're being very open with what they have to deal with it now granted clearly they have a different price status they Mm -hmm. they, they're in a different tax bracket right so what they may be crying about is maybe not be what we cry about right so like i saw a scene where i think uh kim or one of them got thrown into the ocean and she was like oh my god my earring my diamond earring oh my god i'm gonna cry right i don't know if uh many people have that problem Right. Now, what we could break it down into, did you lose a piece of jewelry at one point? Yes. Right? Now, did you get splashed into the ocean with million-dollar kind of jewelry on? Probably not. But right. we could try to break it down into skeleton vibes and everything like that. Uh, you know, that's that's the only thing, like, but there is an audience. Like I said, the, no matter what way you brand yourself, put yourself out there, do, there is an audience for everything that you do. And they have a crazy tribe of just different individuals that look up to them and some wish they could be them. Hate it or love it, they are the Kardashians. Yeah, but that's real. I want to get into the youngest one because, uh, She's the most paid. Let's, let's be right. real. It's the most paid. So I kind of wanted to touch on, like, how did she even think about 
the stuff that she did? Like, where did that come from? Pretty much, I've always been obsessed with makeup and lip liner specifically. And I feel like my fans and followers kind of knew me for overlining my lips and getting the fuller lip look. Mm -hmm. Yeah, and every time I would release what lip liner I was using, it'd be completely sold out everywhere and I couldn't ever get my own lip color. So mm -hmm. I decided to take matters into my own hands and just create my own. And it's like become a really big passion of mine. We'll start it off. Personal use. Yeah, I mean, it just seems like... Now, I do know uh, that uh, she started the trend with what she called the full lips. Mm -hmm. I, I, from what I have at least have heard. I, okay. I, I don't know, like, first... You don't know? You, you, don't, you, know what you, I'm you haven't tried it? You haven't tried <laughs> no, it? No, 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 no. So... Uh, Let me find out. I, I, I know that that's her swag, right? But uh, I, I think... Again, it's it's we we talk about some of these endorsements where I know at some point they started kind of cutting back like, OK, yeah, no, we're not going to advertise the the really popping dessert and the, the weight loss uh, tea at the same time. I don't know if that's a that's a good move. Mm. So they they started going off of uh, kind of like some of the personal pr consumption or some of the products that they're using regularly, yep. which I think is what happened here. But also great insight on her part. And I to to see that man just by me revealing the product that i'm using i'm pushing traffic and sales to that particular brand or or that business so why not instead of and she could have said well the next logical thing to do is maybe collaborate with them no she just started her own makeup brand called it kylie and what i love here is she focuses predominantly on one thing right, right? and it's literally that lip liner, right? Like that's the main product that she puts out there. Now I'm sure there are various different colors and, and all of these other things, but it's that one thing that she started with and it's, it's led to much of her success in this area. Yeah. I, I like how she just concentrated on the lips, right? So, um, and we've touched on this uh, multiple times where it's just like, yo, figure out what, what is real life to you, right? So she had an insecurity about her lips. Um, and then when she figured it out, she was like, yo, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to create a brand just off of this particular thing, right? And what's funny is that when she said, yo, I, I, you know, I used to talk about these brands and then I couldn't even get the brands for myself first off. Why didn't you have them send you like a whole stock room first and foremost? That didn't make sense. Two, right? I love how the audience told her what her business was. Like she didn't have to really kind of figure that out on her own. So maybe we will create a um, line of, I don't know, bow ties or uh you know, different kind of uh, church hats or something like that. Whatever was church in her hats. head. Yeah, you know, that's a thing. I don't know. I don't wear it, but that's a thing. You know what I mean? But um, so she didn't have to guess it. She literally went based off what she saw every single time she talked about something. You know, um, are you testing out your products or your ideas with your tribe? with your audience or are you just going based off what you think is going to work? She really went off stats and data. Yo, really? Every single time I said something, it would sell out. You know what? Let's let, I see the opportunity. Let me take on that from now on. Let me put my name on it. And if I can't get my own product, I'm getting my own money. You know what I mean? So I, I can only like I can only like give her mad props for that for finding that out very early taking an insecurity that she had and flipping it into a very positive uh very successful brand of hers you know um and that's what people knew her for the fashion the makeup all that great stuff so why go the opposite of what people know you for and want you for and what you 
uh, have embraced the most about it. So I, I really like that. Now, granted, she made what a billion dollars. Her company made a billion dollars. What last year? Or the year before that? When was that? Yeah, it was. It was evaluated at 20, 2019. She mm-hmm. got that evaluation for a billion. Mm-hmm. But then she also sold about thirty percent to a, a venture capitalist. So, and uh, got just some hard cash. Yourself, mm. take a. Sheesh. Um. Yeah. So, granted, this is this is the problem where, like, we don't know what's what, like, how much you honestly do make. Will we ever know, honestly, with any of these celebrities, how much to the dime and to the T do we know how much they make, right? We're going based off third-party stuff. Uh, we're going also based off what they want us to know, you know. So, clearly... All we know is she's successful and she's rich. Can we just state that? <laughs> she is successful and she's rich. Now, to the dollar point, it's still more money than me. So you are successful, boo-boo. Congratulations. That's all. I'm not going to say, yo, you lied about the billion dollars. You know what? How dare you? How dare I? This is the crazy part. Okay, here's a little rant. I apologize. Because I was watching... Uh, the video that I sent you, Moose, with, you know, is she really a billionaire? Did she lie about it? This, that, and the third. Sir, ma'am, if you haven't even gone near that amount of money, like, why do we care? Like, does it really change our lives? Does it make me go to sleep different? Do I have a different appetite? Like, do I look at the world differently? Because she may have lied about making a billion, but she made about, I don't know, let's say even the least, 400 million. God, you're horrible. You're a liar. You unsuccessful human being. Get out of here. She's what, 20, 20 some years old. Yeah, Yeah, when they said that, she was 21. Yeah, it's crazy. But, But you're right, though. You're right, because I think even when they the whole thing was in question, like, oh, you're not worth a billion; you're worth nine hundred million. Who cares? <laughs> ah, That's the crazy. Gosh, po- yeah. Get out of here! Like, congratulations, and, and congratulations to all the Kardashians. You make a lot of money. We are learning from you, regardless. Okay, congratulations, and not that you played yeah. yourself. Congratulations. That's it. But let's get into this next uh, clip. Because um, I agree with this, but then I don't. So let's get into this. I just want to get famous as quickly as possible, get as many followers as possible, and then I'm going to figure out a way to monetize that. And nobody has a plan B. That's the problem, is if you really put all of your eggs in this basket, you know, I tell everybody that I speak to is really have to have something to hang your hat on and create something for yourself that's sustainable and a business that can grow. It's just not about being famous. For us, we happen to be lucky enough and blessed enough to have a show, and that kind of started everything else. All right. So here's my thing. So I agree, and then I, like, but can you say this, right? That's where I go with this. So... I realize that I say shout out a lot. I need to get paid for these shout outs. I need to learn from the Kardashians and get paid from these shout outs. Okay. But anyways, shout out to, to Maul, the nine to five millionaire, right? Um, when we had him on our Facebook live show, right? Uh, 7 PM on Tuesdays, if you just wondering. Um, but he, what we know about Maul is that he created an empire before jumping on social media, right? He had something that he could hang his hat on regardless of how many followers he has, how many likes and engagements, right? Now, in this time, in this day and age, we start with social media first. Let's create the brand and then let's create the business and but let's hang our hat on with numbers and being Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, YouTube famous 
right? And then we can figure out, okay, now it's time to sell the merch. Now it's time to make the book. Now it's time to do the sponsored ads and everything like that, right? Where it it should be the opposite. Now, that blueprint pretty much left as we started getting with the millennials and Gen Z, right? Because they're seeing so many people getting, uh, becoming famous online, getting viral, all that great stuff that, that literally, if you ask uh, a nine-year-old now, it's more of a, yo, what do you want to be? I want to be a YouTuber, you know? I want, I want to be, I want to be Instagram famous. I want to be this, right? I want to be an influencer, which is not bad because you clearly are seeing people that are making a lot of money just being on these platforms, being who they are. So like there was an eight or nine year old on YouTube making $28 million. Of course, nine year olds are going to be like, I want to be a YouTuber. But my, my major thing always is if YouTube was to crash, was to stop today, what would happen? We saw that kind of when it came to TikTok. If they were to stop, all these famous TikTok people, did you take them off social media? Have you put them in an email list, in a text messaging joint? Have you sold them outside of the platform? And I think that's where she was coming from with it is like, yo, you have to have something else than just this uh, virtual virtual world of fame. Like you should be famous in real life. The crazy thing is that we live in a time where social media and real life is the same thing. And so we have to look at it like, what, what are you talking about? I could create everything on here because if I, if I have to do it in real life, that's a, a, that's a longer road. That's harder work. I have to know certain people and do this and third. And so now uh, our generation and the generation uh, underneath that is looking at it like, shoot, I'm just going to be able to post something and be able to reach people in Australia. So I agree with her to that standpoint of, yes, make sure that you have something solid and not just put all your, your, your strength and lean on your online presence because that is something that you cannot control where your, your business in real life is something that you can control to an extent way more than what you can control on the internet world, right? Now, what I found it as almost like, why are you saying this? Because you created everything off of a show. You see what I'm saying? Like you, you did everything based off a reality TV show. And then everything started to come along and you're like, oh, I see the power in this. This is great. I see the power in social media. This is great, right? So it's kind of weird that she said that. And I'm not saying that she's wrong. I'm just saying it's weird. And I'm going to sit here and say that she said that based off, you know, just life lessons. You know, because that's at any point that show could have get, gotten canceled. And then what? You know, what would have happened? So I... I agree, but then I'm like, do you really have the right to say that, ma'am? Like, do you? What do you think? Yeah, I think I think to I think to the original question, you know, and and I think the original question just lacks depth. It's mm. like, oh, you're saying I can just get a whole bunch of followers and then become really famous and then just go out there and start charging people a post. Mm-hmm. And it's like. It just lacks depth, right? There's no real purpose behind it. Yeah. You know, you listen to some interviews and there's uh, at least some responses where Kim is responding to questions about what do you want to be when she grows up? And she was watching at the time, I believe it was, was it the real world? 
Mm-hmm. That was the reality show at the yeah. time. And she said, I want to be like, I want to be on my own. I want to be a reality TV show, like mm-hmm. a rea- reality, reality TV star or whatever it is. So it's just like, call it what you want. But she kind of worked herself into what she was aspiring to be. Mm-hmm. So there was kind of a purpose behind it. So I'm, I'm again, I understand the business model very well. It's very clear and clearly it's proven successful for them. But I think for others, more importantly, it's it's where's where's the purpose to it, right? Like, what are you driving? You know, like I, I love one of my favorite videos uh, from uh, this this gentleman, uh, Prince EA, actually. Mm-hmm. And he talked about all these influencers. But what are you influencing? Right? Like, what are you influencing people to do mm. outside of just buying product right. and selling them into this facade? And you know, the part of it, which is crazy, and I'm sure people haven't thought about it this way, but not for nothing, every one of us probably contributed in, into it some shape or form, right? If we have uh, added a view, a like, a share, a comment, right? We've kind of added into that lifestyle business that they're creating. So if you really, really don't like it, don't consume it. Don't push it. Don't contribute, right? Don't, don't, Allow it to grow. But yeah, I would say more importantly, though, it's like if you are going to follow that mind frame, just add some purpose to it. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, and, and clearly we we didn't do the normal setup. I wanted to apologize for that because um, probably our day one people are like, what happened to the flight assessment? What are we doing? Right. Bah, bah. Okay. Yeah. 40 minutes into this. Now I'm explaining it. Yeah. Okay. Bear with me. Whatever. So <laughs> since we're, since we're talking about multiple people, we didn't want to like necessarily bring up the flight assessment and try to break them down because we're not giving you enough context on each one. Like we could probably right. like guesstimate, but we like to go based off facts a little bit more and, we wanted to give more context on their moves than necessarily uh, who they could possibly identify with as far as the character. Is that fair to say? Yeah, that's real. Absolutely. Yay. But however, listen, hit us up on Twitter and Facebook and everything where you may think each one is, right? Just mm. let us know. I, I'm curious. However, let's get into this last one. Uh, just because... Uh, y'all know I always try to get a little deep and everything like that and end it off with that kind of vibe because Moose goes in on it. So uh, here's our, our last one done by uh, the momager herself. Business philosophy to anyone has always been if someone says no, you're talking to the wrong person. So just never give up. And if you have an idea and you feel passionate about, you know, doing that as a business and that's what you want to do for the, you know, really make a commitment, then let's go figure out how to do it. Let's roll up our sleeves and find somebody that shares the same joy. Go ahead, Moose. Yeah, yeah. It's crazy, man. Think of it like this, right? If I can just kind of paint an ideal scenario for you. When you think of some of the more valuable things that we really cherish dearly, whether it be service, product, in the business or branding world, the things that we value the most are those that are rare, right? What we value the most is rare. Uh, we've, we've talked about it last episode when we talked about some of the Travis Scott merchandise and how the resale market for him was tremendous. Why? There is a limited amount. It's not just something like the Air Force One that you can go and pick up since the last 20 years, 30 years, whatever it is, and they're always in stock. Mm-hmm. So when something is rare, it automatically creates value. So in the beginning, yeah. It's going to be difficult. And I like that she puts it this way. It's like, if they say no, you're talking to the wrong person. Mm. You could even flip it and say, on top of that, you're not doing a good enough job communicating how valuable it is. 
So I'm going to go kind of. First of all, you're not going to speed past that. Like you didn't just say what you just said. Mm-mm. Yeah. Yeah. I like, I like, I like the ownership approach. I like the, the, let me take full responsibility for it. Let me not just say, oh, they didn't get it. It, it probably won't work. No, but am I communicating the value correctly? Am I painting the picture enough to show them if that's one of the things that I'm building on that scarcity, that rare model? Am I, am I communicating and maybe showing some facts to back that up? Just kind of like how we talked about with the flight assessment piece right now. So just know that the things that are most valuable in this world, it's those things that are rare. So not everyone is going to believe or automatically jump on your bandwagon and say, yes, this is it. Go for it. I'm in full support. Okay. Sometimes you have to be that outsider, that person that's a little bit crazy or at least appears to be, to build it a little bit more and finally start getting the momentum and the support that you deserve when you begin communicating that value correctly and getting people to buy in. Yeah, I, I, I totally agree with that. I think, first off, what she said, um, super fire, because I, I can believe that 17 million people uh, have said no to her and her ideas right. for her kids, right? Um, I think we, we always look at the Kardashians as like this perfect family and they probably were given everything, you know, silver spoon, blah, blah, blah. But what they've done is something that really no one's done before, right? Not as far as a whole family, right? Not as far as how long they've been doing it. Not as, as far as each one of them have pretty much their own career, their own brand. Um, and that is uh, ran pretty much by the mom. Like, I think she knows what she's talking about when they're like, yo, you know, uh, if they're saying no, you're talking to the wrong person. That doesn't necessarily mean that it's end all be all. Um, and there's a lot of people that get stuck on no. Like they think that's it. It's over. Yo, the, the person said no. But you, you got to kind of take more control of what you want, right? And, and we look at these people that we go over and they've done things their way. There, there probably is a lot of people that talk bad about them, that doesn't agree with their movements. Um, hence why, you know, Kylie got questioned if she made a billion dollars or not, you know. Um, but there's always going to be somebody who's not going to understand your vision because it's your vision. Someone else's vision. How can you expect somebody to have the same energy and the same understanding of your vision if they didn't get that? You know, if it didn't come to them. And so when she's literally saying like, yo, okay, cool. They said no. You know, you're talking to the wrong person. You know, just keep going and just take more ownership of it. I think that's genius. I think that's yeah. like. We should all listen to that regardless of what you think of them and say, yo, did I stop at any moment when somebody said no? Have, have I really stopped some type of work, some type of dreams, some type of goal and just took the L and kept it moving, right? If it is important to you enough, a no isn't really an option, a no is, is something that is almost a foreign language to you. You just don't understand it, right? You'll keep going to the next person, to the next person, to the next person until you get what you want. There's nothing once you have your mind uh, set to it that you can't get, that it can't happen, regardless if there's somebody who's done it before or not. That if you put your mind to it, I'm, I'm going to go to typical mommy advice, you know, all moms say, if you put your mind to it, baby, you can, you know, you could get anything you want. You could be anything you want. I fully believe in that. I fully believe in that because I've seen it happen over and over again. I've done it over and over again. So there has to be some truth to it. That means you're not fully into it if you accept a no. That means you don't fully believe in it if you accept that no. Because it's your dream, your goal, your business, your brand, not theirs. They're not going to care for it as much as you do. 
They're not going to see it your way. You have to communicate it the right way. Just like how Moose said, you're probably not. And, and sometimes it's hard. That's the crazy thing about it. It's extremely hard to explain what's in your head sometimes. Right. And shout out to everybody who could fully communicate whatever comes into their head into ways that people fully understand it and give you a check. That is a gift. I don't want nobody to downplay that. That is a complete and utter gift. Like you got something charging a good bag if anybody comes to you for that. Right. But it's very hard to communicate it. So that's something that you may want to even practice a bit more. You know, how do you articulate what that vision, what that goal is to maybe the next person and maybe even just practicing on your best friend, the person you talk to the most, can they buy into it, at least see it, not necessarily buy into it because friends and families, they act all broke all of a sudden when you have something. It's the most weirdest thing. I don't, I don't understand it, but they're not our, our uh, ideal clients. So I'm cool with it. Right. But can you get them to be like, yeah, that's that's pretty dope, you know, or at least get, allow them to give you honest feedback about your vision and your goal. So I have a question for you, Moose. What would be what is maybe something people could do to better uh, explain what's in their head? Yeah, it's this process that we use with the flight assessment, actually, where we help people to begin by expanding their emotional intelligence, <clears throat> right? When, when people struggle to communicate an idea, something that they feel, because really ideas come based off an emotion. It's yeah. something about that thought or that idea that makes you feel something that you're like, yo, this would be fire. Like, I just don't know how to say it. And anytime you catch yourself saying that part right there or those exact words, I just don't know how to say it. You should be like, <laughs> stop yourself, right? And know that this is an area for you to expand on. Two things happen, Nikki. Number one, people use the wrong words traditionally or just over time to describe how they feel. Mm -hmm. So if I use a word out of context, I'm never communicating properly because I say something, you understand the word for its actual definition. I use the word of what I perceive the word to be or the series of words for what, for what it is to be. Now I'm using it through my imagination and my experience, but you're not understanding it because you're like, nah, I just don't connect. And mm -hmm. maybe you're not seeing it as, oh, well, he used the word or she used the word out of context, but just it's not clicking. So I think the first thing that happens is we use words out of context or our relationship with certain words is inaccurate. So that already puts us behind the eight ball from a communication standpoint. And number two, especially we, we talk about this a lot with males, especially who downplay the idea of expanding their emotional intelligence or just talking about their emotions in general. That's typically downplayed. Like, oh, that's soft. You shouldn't be doing that, et cetera. Okay. But it does take a brave and a healthy male to really figure out like, yo, how can I expand my emotional intelligence? Because it's those ideas where you describe your, it's the same process, by the way, like describing how you feel about a loved one or a spouse. It's the same concept when you're pitching a vision to a VC or, you know, a, a, an investor. It's the same concept. It's literally same concept, maybe different context. But ultimately, it comes down to that process. Do you have enough words to describe what you feel? so that you can articulate it in a way that, can, that people can understand. And then number two, do you have the audacity? We've been using that word a lot lately. Do you have the audacity to seek alternative solutions when someone says no? So they say no, that doesn't mean it doesn't work. Maybe it just means that way doesn't work. Mm. When I seek an alternative solution or alternative path, I'm looking for a new way, call it a compromise, but maybe I'm just looking for a new creative concept to deliver that still gets us to the destination, but not exactly as I envisioned it. Right. But maybe it, it addresses the problem or the concern that you have with the idea. So I would say number two, or I think it might be number three at this point, but seek alternative solutions. <laughs> <laughs> well, I, think, I, I think that 
We're maybe up to five. Oh, I, I don't know. Numbers. I know. I know. We're maybe <laughs> up to five. Um, but um, listen, slight plugs, slight plugs. Y'all ready? Slight plugs. Uh, NikkiandMoose.com. Go there for all the latest episodes and leave a review and all that great stuff. Especially the social medias. Nikki and Moose on all platforms, Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, all that great stuff, right? We go live at 7 p.m. Tuesdays, Eastern. Yes. 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 Wasn't really sure. I thought about it. But, yeah, we go live every Tuesday, 7 p.m. Come holla at us, Nikki and Moose. Uh, Facebook.com slash Nikki and Moose. We'll do that. Um, Moose. Moose. How are we feeling? We good? We all right? Yeah, I feel pretty good. I feel pretty good. Feel good. Did your did your views on the Kardashians change? Look at me getting controversial. Uh, did did your views on the uh, the Kardashians changed after this episode? I found it funny that last week we did Travis Scott, and now we're going over to Kardashians, who is his baby moms. So, uh, did your views change? I did, to be honest with you. Because uh, I also watched. <laughs> yeah, I did. I did. I watched. I watched the interview with uh with Kim Kardashian and uh, and David Letterman on Netflix. Mm-hmm. And you know, you hear her speak, and it's just like, wow, some of the stuff that happened early on. She was twenty something, like I think twenty two or twenty three. She's near thirty nine or forty now, and mm-hmm. you see the growth overall. Mm-hmm. And uh, it's a it's a different it's a different story when you hear it from the person versus when you read about it when you hear other people's perspective on it. So I will say, like through this process, definitely, like at the end of the day, man, you know, we talked about this on the Facebook Live show. Shout out to everyone who uh, who who tunes in with us over there. Um, but I'm gonna say it differently this time, just because I want to deliver it in a new way. And it said. Uh, don't let your twin, uh, your sins beat you twice. Mm-hmm. All right. So the first time we talked about it, we said, yo, don't judge somebody because they sin differently than you. Wait, are you getting into the final words? Wait, because you, oh, did oh, you just oh, get okay, deep? Okay, okay. Hold on. I'll wait. No, Hold I mean, on. I was just, I, I'll wait. <laughs> Oh wait! No, I was just—I was kind of giving the recap. I didn't even know what the final words was. But do, I, do, yeah. do you have one? Because I feel like you were gonna go deep into it, and then I didn't yeah, want I think you... that my—I I wasn't ex- <laughs> anticipating, but I think I was—I I was gearing up to go there. So I'm glad you stopped scary. me. Yeah, but no, I changed—I changed—I changed my—I changed my perspective on uh, on the Kardashians for sure. Yeah, I think um, I think looking at it from this standpoint, you can see why they do certain movement and. And to be honest with you, like, there's still people, you know, there's still people that have, you know, passions and goals like anybody else. Um, I think this is the only problem that fame and celebrity has is that it leaves you up to, you know, opinions and criticism that can almost negate the real human being that you are, right? Um, I think Chris Chris Jenner is a, an amazing business person. First, first and foremost, the fact that you have created a whole empire um, with all of your kids—not yeah. one, not two—all of your kids, right? Um, even your ex-husband or right. wife. I don't. Leave that alone. That person, <laughs> Caitlin. Um, I can say that. Okay, listen. I can say this. Um, <laughs> I just had to look away. Had to look away for a moment. I can say this. Grace. Um, but even with that whole situation and how she's been able to not only give a spotlight for everybody. And allow them to be who they are, but as well as still make sure that financially they are good. I think that's amazing. Um, I think even with the youngest one, because some people are going to be like, oh, she was given everything. I think still to a standpoint, like you still have to figure something out by yourself. Like yeah, you may the have day, the look name. Look at what she made with it. 
Right. You have the yeah. name, but that doesn't necessarily mean you can stand up with that, you know, with that weight. Like you, you think of any other, I always go back to sports with this, like uh, will a Shaquille O'Neal's son be the same as Shaq? You know, we're all looking at LeBron's son right now. Will he be the next LeBron? Can there, oh, we looked at uh, Michael Jordan's uh, kids like that, Right. you know, S- same situation. So, like, just because you have a certain kind of name doesn't mean you will always live up to that same standpoint. And what sucks about that is that you do get criticized or people are looking for that wrong move just to be like, nope, the, the Kardashians suck. Nope, this is why this is... And, and that's the unfortunate part. But at the end of the day, if you could lay down and be like, I am still richer than half of these fools... Um, I've still accomplished way more. I've traveled way more. I've experienced way more uh, than maybe the reporter in TMZ. Hey, you know what? Uh, I would be fine with that uh, as I was, if I was to drive the Rolls Royce uh, with a a bag, a Louis bag that is super exclusive, full of a, a good amount of money that I don't even know how to count with in real life. Like, I would be perfectly, yes, TMZ, say whatever you want, whatever you want, right? I, 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 give, I give props to the Kardashians. I give props. However, Moose, final words. Yeah, I'm going to say, man, don't let your mistakes make you make more mistakes, right? Like, like don't repeat the same mistake twice, right? Like, if you look at the Kardashian, and I'm talking specifically about Kim here. Yeah, she messed up. But she didn't make the same mistake twice. Like, she didn't feel bad for herself. She didn't let the guilt of her first mistake make it okay for her to continue making more mistakes. I would say, you know, don't stop making the same mistakes over and over again. You know, at some point, you got to be like, okay, enough's enough. Let's learn and grow. 